The idea of a subscription is nothing new or extraordinary. We've had newspapers, magazines, and cable for a long time. But now subscriptions are so common, many of us forget about ones we have until we discover several months of charges on our bank statements. TV networks, shaving supplies, even tacos are on subscriptions now. Not to mention the hundreds of subscription boxes out there. Today, we'll discuss subscription services, the good, the bad, and the weird, and even talk about some subscriptions this world still needs. Are you ready? It's time to wake up. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open up them. Raise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd. I'm a husband, a father of three, a Green Lantern fan, and a Funko Pop collector. And I'm Mo, shorter, louder, smarter, and all around better than absolutely no one. I'm a wife, mom, elementary librarian, and seeker of truth, except when it comes to reality TV. The Back Row Morning Show covers a wide range of topics from all across church and pop culture, and we usually take it in threes. Three segments focusing on different aspects of our discussion. This week, we're talking about strange subscription services, ones that seemed promising but failed or died out, and subscription services we need. Before we jump into our discussion, remember that Sabbath Academic Resolutions, the ripoff deck, is now available at backrowgames.com. Wait, hold up. What is this? That's not Sunday School Answers. What did you call it? It says Sabbath Academic Resolutions. The ripoff deck? Yeah. Is this on backrowgames.com? Really? I'm checking now. Yeah. It's right here. I didn't approve this. Did you approve this? No. How did this get on here? Oh. Wait. Did that say Mike Mordanga? Uh, oh, my gosh. It does. You mean the original creator of Sunday School Answers who handed the game over to us in February is now trying to start up another version of this game? How do you even do this? I don't know. But I guess you can buy Sabbath Academic Resolutions, the ripoff deck, which is almost exactly Sunday School Answers, uh, as well as normal Sunday School Answers and all of our other expansions at BackRowGames.com. We have the meme deck, the superhero deck, the food deck, the nerd deck, the 2020 deck, with over a year's worth of expansions still on the way. Our next official expansion will be announced soon. Our lives are overtaken by subscription services. Meal plans, TV networks, shave kits, fandom crates, video game services, etc. On and on. The list just keeps growing, and things are only getting more niche. So what brought on this topic was a news story from Not The Bee that shared that Taco Bell is testing out a taco subscription service in some areas. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. So how this will work, right now it's, it's, it's only happening in 20 Taco Bells in Tucson, Arizona. This oh, is the test. Okay. So close to us, but we don't get it yet. But it's called the Taco Lover's Pass. And what this is is you pay between 10 or between 5 and 10 dollars a month for this Taco Pass, which entitles you to one taco a day for 30 days. Huh. So you can go every single day of the month and get yourself a taco. Interesting. Which, if you do that, 
is a great savings. Like I feel like if this is on a college campus, yeah, there you go. Great deal. Yeah, military base. Because I mean, a taco. Let's say, let's say the the ten dollars is a month is what you have to pay for it to get it every single day. I'm assuming maybe there's like two tiers. You get one every other day or one every day. Yeah. You know, for five or ten. So let's say it's ten dollars a month. A taco costs a dollar nineteen. Mm-hmm. Basic. Basic bargain bin, meat, lettuce, cheese, taco from Taco Bell. One nineteen. So after what, eight, nine days, you've already used that up. Yeah. So every other taco after that is gravy. Yeah. It's a bonus. Yep. The mm-hmm. only bad thing is is you only get the one that one day. You can't go and get all thirty of your tacos one day. You can't get like five tacos. Yeah. Know what I mean? And so it's drawing you back with, I'm assuming, the intention being, come get your free taco and buy something else to go with it. Yeah. Which is not a bad plan. It's really not. (laughs) But it's also just really weird. The idea. I mean, yeah, I think it's weird. But at the same time, the second that you said if it's in a college town or if it's. Sure. Yeah. At a college. um, Taco Bell is one of those restaurants that is at every Air Force base, overseas and stateside. And so that, in and of itself, I mean, that would be brilliant for military bases. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guaranteed, guaranteed, (laughs) the single airmen that are living in their dorms, they're going to, they are going to eat a taco a day, or at least a taco every other day, because still, if you ate 15 a month, you went every other day. That's still, still better than, yeah, you're yeah. still getting your money's worth and more than, you know, yeah, more than your money's worth. Yep. It's not a bad deal. It's really not. Even, like, I do know a lot of people who do frequent Taco Bell, who will go there at least. Ten times a month. Yeah, my husband, my kids. <laughs> right. They totally would do that. So even doing it ten times a month to get that free taco, even with the intention of being, you know, I'm going to get other stuff, but I'm going to get a taco too, yeah. you'll still save a couple bucks uh-huh. at the minimum of just doing it ten times a I mean, I feel like at that rate, you're basically getting your a, a taco and a drink for free. I mean, essentially. Because what you're saving. It pays for itself at the end kind of thing. Yeah, what you're saving. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you did 10. Yeah. If you did it 10 times, yeah. Yeah. You you get, yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's the savings you get. And so if you do it more than that, if uh, you make that your lunch every day. Yeah. If you're a college kid or whatever, your dinner every day, whatever, then yeah. Yeah. You'll save a bunch. I'm telling you. Save a bunch. And Taco Bell is not that bad price-wise already. It's really not. And I am not a Taco Bell fan at all, but I would totally... <laughs> I would be buying this for... All your family, yeah. yeah. All your family would be in on this for sure. It is going in everybody's stocking <laughs> if it becomes a for real thing. So, yeah. They're, so, they're testing it out between now and, uh, well, last week and uh, the 24th of November. So, they're giving it a good almost two month run um just to see how popular it could be yeah over in tucson so yeah i'm interested i'm interested to see if this will catch on and if it does what other companies are gonna take on the same thing because i mean think about mcdonald's and mcdonald's mcdouble is a buck right or a buck 20 or something like that now yep 
Like you could do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. A McDonald's McDouble lover's pass. Get a free double cheeseburger every time you go to McDonald's for 30 days. Yeah. Corn dog over at Wiener Schnitzel or Sonic. Corn dog pass. <laughs> free corn dog every Ooh. day. <laughs> I mean, anything that's about that price yeah. could do the same kind of gimmick. And it I mean, might it could work. be it could be as easy as a drink. <laughs> Doing a drink pass. Yeah, you know what? I, th- I think Sonic would really get a, yeah. a kick out of that. Pay, yeah. pay what, 15 bucks a month, and then you get a free large drink every day for 30 days? So how, do you say Route 66 or Route 66? What do I say? Route, I think. I say Route. Okay, Route 66. Yeah. yeah. You can get a Route 66 <laughs> drink. Yeah. That's not a bad plan. It's really not. Truthfully, but it would be so weird to have these everywhere, you know. I mean, if we'd eventually acclimate to it, of course, like everything. But but. here's the thing: like schools do those fundraisers where you buy the little cards, the discount cards, yeah, for different places, and essentially that's what it is. Those discount cards have the different. Shoot, sometimes those deals are amazing. They really can be. We had the uh, my favorite one from when I was in high school. It had a chili cheese fry for 99 cents, and they were normally $2.19. Dang. Uh, yeah. Heck yes. Wiener schnitzel, I'm all about that. Yeah. 99 cent chili cheese fries. Mm-hmm. Every now and then they'll come out with a coupon for that, and it's like unlimited use. And back when I didn't care about carbs, I'd go and get just three of those. Yeah. Three chili cheese fries. That would be my meal. <laughs> Yep. For three bucks. (laughs) I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is kind of just a a futuristic coupon almost. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so, I don't know. It's different. It's so different. So different to think about. Uh, this is far from the only weird subscription service out there. Uh, we got, we got a list here of some odd subscription boxes you can get. Okay. Uh, we got the uh, uh, Apaka box. Oh my word! Which is a <laughs> fifty dollar a month. Fifty dollars a month. Doomsday prep gear box. Good grief! <laughs> is this like real deal or is it? No, it's real. Yeah, you'll get you'll get specific survival tools and things wow. like hygiene kits, edible bugs, and sometimes just a straight up knife. <laughs> For fifty dollars a month, machetes, all kinds okay. of things. We got the uh, cat lady box. My word! Which, uh, while it does come with things for your cat, it also comes with things for you, the cat lady, like a giant sweater that says "meow" on it. <laughs> for forty dollars a month. Okay. <laughs> we got a toilet paper subscription. You want to get some sustainable toilet paper for twenty-eight dollars you know, a listen. month? Listen, two years ago, I would have been like, seriously, this is dumb. But after last year, yeah, send me a toilet paper (laughs) subscription, please. How much does a a thing of like four toilet paper rolls cost? Like just the basic four pack. I don't, I don't know. Is it roughly a dollar a piece? I don't know, Matt. Here. Because I'm looking at this and it says... 
you get 24 rolls of three-ply toilet paper with 350 squares per roll for 28 bucks, almost a dollar a roll. I'm interested to see how good of a deal that is, because I might be jumping on this bandwagon. It's made from bamboo. Um, so what? for six mega rolls of Angel Soft, it's five twenty-eight. Okay, so that's so. not that big of a markup for this. Yeah. And it's fancy three ply toilet paper. What am I at the Ritz Carlton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Scott four pack is four eighteen. Four dollars yeah, eighteen okay. cents. Yeah. So, yeah, this might be a good deal. Cloud paper. Weird. Sustainable toilet paper for a decent price. All right. We got a cryptid crate, which which is described. The description for it starts with, we all know Bigfoot is real. We just can't prove it yet. As we wait until he's finally ready to make his presence known, let's geek out all over sorts of mythical monsters and cryptozoological conspiracies for $40 a month. Cover your research layer with posters and art or get books and movies that reveal the truth. So it's like documentaries on Bigfoot and UFOs, T-shirts about it. I mean, if you have somebody who is super into it, that... Just get them a Discovery Plus subscription, guys. They've got all kinds of these kind of things. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite subscriptions. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Henny and Rue Chicken Keepers Box. We all know people that keep a bunch of chickens, right? Mm-mm. We've got a couple people on LTN that do it. I think Kate does it. Kate Katawaki. Okay. Uh, it's a subscription box for chickens. Whether you run a chicken farm or try to raise a rooster in the big city, Hanny and Rue is the service for you. What do chicken farmers need? Nesting box liners, egg poaching egg cups, and sweet, sweet corn feed. $41 a month. Okay. That looks like a feeding bottle. Weird. <laughs> All right, this is a fun one, but it's expensive as heck. Letters from dead people. Okay. I say it's expensive as heck, but really, I guess it's not, because it's not a subscription. It's a one-time fee. Letters from dead people works a little differently than other boxes. Uh, For a flat $155 fee, you'll receive monthly boxes for a year full of clues that help you unravel a larger, sinister mystery. It's a bit like an escape room, except outwardly. (laughs) The most gruesome gimmick is that these clues are meant to be letters written by dead people from the 1920s, New Orleans, transcribed by psychics. So it's a big story game that you get to play all year long. Yeah. It comes in your mail. Yeah. Sounds actually kind of fun. So I actually have something similar. Hunt a Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a subscription game box that we paid a one-time fee, and every month we've gotten a different box. Our friends actually had got the subscription box prior to us. We went through their box, played the game with them, and Chris and I loved it so much, we were like, okay, we'll keep doing this. And we have eight boxes sitting at our house (laughs) because we haven't been able to, because it's definitely, it needs to be done with a group of people, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's sad. How about the pickle of the month, month club? Oh my gosh. To, uh, lift your spirits. 
My new sister-in-law loves some pickles. New pickles in the mail every month for $25. Kosher pickles, garlic pickles, small batch premium pickles. Just a box of pickles. Hey. <laughs> How about vintage pencils for $25 a month? Nah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rad and hungry. You can get them at Dollar Tree. <laughs> 12 for a dollar. For real, right? How good can a vintage pencil be? No, thank you. That it's worth. What? It just... It... Am I getting 80 of them? I know. <laughs> that one seems kind mm. of... Well, apparently it comes with... Uh, they do a lot of other nifty office supplies, too, but... but uh, the, the focus is on the pencils here. <laughs> so I guess, okay, so if you get like different office supplies, but every single one comes with a vintage pencil, then okay, you're it's not just yeah. paying for the pencil, but still, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Better advertisement. Uh, all right, let's see here. Skulls Unlimited Bone Box. Nope, that's okay. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> Skulls Unlimited offers a host of bone-related products and services, from selling real and replica animal no. and human bones to accepting and cleaning bones from customers. With so many bones lying around, no wonder the company started offering a $25 per month bone box, a subscription box full of its products. Put some skeletons in your closet. <laughs> So this would be the perfect box for Ross. <laughs> for archaeologists in training. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's there's more, but you get the picture. Yeah. Weird things. Weird things to subscribe to. Weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and uh, this is this week is all about subscription services. The good, the bad, and the just plain goofy. When we come back, we're going to focus on some sub services that have failed horribly. Hey everyone, I'm Jeshua, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing the tabletop fantasy role-playing game, Ryutama, from Kododama Heavy Industries. It's said that the journey matters more than the destination, and Ryutama takes this feeling and builds an entire experience around it. It presents itself as a casual, rules-like tabletop RPG that focuses heavily on exploration and survival. And though that may sound like a grim, dark, and gritty game, Ryutama is bright, playful, and chock-full of whimsical charm. A quick flip through the book, and you'll see mountains of JRPG-inspired art, layout, and design. The magical and carefree look and feel of the book is honestly one of my favorite parts about the game, and is a welcome change from the deep, fast, and dramatic settings I usually favor. In Ryutama, you won't find grand knights with jaded pasts or mysterious wizards with ulterior motives. Instead, players will play as a merchant, noble, or even a farmer who, due to an ancient and cultural custom, must become travelers at least once in their life and embark on a grand journey of their own. Along the way, you'll deal with inclement weather, adventuring hazards, and wild monsters on your precursory journey. Ryutama is a simple 2d6 rollover target system with very few modifiers. However, there's a ton of subsystems that keep the game interesting on every leg of your journey. Combat is heavily inspired by the 8-bit and 16-bit era of RPGs. Your characters have different frontline and backline combat capabilities depending on where they stand. Even the static battlefield in combat begs for a swirly, wishy transition and a heart-pumping battle music cue. 
Ryutama offers so much for such a charming book. Monsters you defeat drop raw materials that you can use to craft new items and gear. Inventory management is key. And even the seasons play a major role in how you travel the world. I give Ryutama a 7 out of 10. I'm Jeshua, and this has been Reviews of the Nerds. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And every week, these three main segments get spread out across three daily morning shows on LTN Radio. And they include a lot more content, including weird news, random facts, games, challenges, rants, Discord arguments, junk food, and more. And you can be a part of all that by following us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash LTN on air. So you'll be notified when we go live. You can even be part of the show. Yeah. And we also tell a lot of goofy stories on that main that main show as well, yeah, or the full them. shows rather. Mm-hmm. We we, we a did bunch. a lot this week. Yeah, a lot happened. <laughs> we could not stay on topic this no, week. No, not even a little bit. Make sure you catch our full morning shows every Monday through Thursday on LTNOnAir.com at 8 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> Earlier, we started talking about weird subscription services, but now we're going to talk about ones that failed spectacularly. Truthfully, dozens of subscription services die out each year. Uh, most of them are niche subscription mystery boxes, uh, but there have been a few other subscription services that promised a lot and failed to deliver in the end. So we're going to talk about some of the more well-known ones, but also some of just the more spectacular ones that maybe you don't really know about. Uh, and I'm going to start off with one of those. Uh, <laughs> Juicero. Have you heard of Juicero? I have not. So Juicero was a subscription juicer company. So you bought this $400 machine to start with. Okay. And then they would send you packages of pre-cut fruits in a mix kind of thing that you would then put inside. It was kind of like a giant coffee pod for juice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So the giant pack, you'd put the pack in the machine and the thing would squeeze all that juice out fresh and mixed together for you. And you'd have yourself a nice juice. Here's the problem. 16 months later, they were out of business. Wow. And so if you bought this $400 machine, doesn't matter how, if you had it the whole 16 months, you did not get your money's worth. Yeah. And you want to know why it failed? Why? Because people realized all it was, was a $400 machine that did what your two hands can do. Squeeze. Like, it wasn't even like proprietary fruit blends or, you know, organic this or that. It was just someone else diced up the fruits and vegetables for you and then mailed them to you. That's it. For you to squeeze it in this machine yourself. It was essentially just a small hydraulic press with a grapefruit in it. That one deserved to fail. (laughs) But I would feel so... And I got thoughts about those who... uh... Who bought the four hundred dollars? Right. I would feel machine, so stupid so. if I bought it, right? Yeah. Like this is not the same thing as a Keurig. This <laughs> this is far worse. Yeah. I mean, people have problems with the Keurig. I get it. This is bad. This is just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so this other, this next one I have is not necessarily a failed product, but it was more of a product that came out too late because the things that replaced it came out really quickly. And that okay. was the Amazon dash buttons. Do you remember these? No. Look like these. They're, t- they're tiny little, I'd say two inch wide, one inch tall 
uh, buttons that you would put in your house, and they would connect to the internet. Okay. So you would stick them on your walls, you'd stick them on your fridge, you'd stick them in your bathroom, and they would be one button for a multitude of products. And so you would have one for every product that you get regularly. And so in your bathroom, you'd maybe put one up for, for toothpaste. your toothpaste okay. or for your shampoo okay. or special, you know, whatever. Yeah. For the kitchen, you'd put, you know, Tide Pods, or not Tide Pods, but, you know, Cascade Pods. or <laughs> No, uh, we're not eating Tide Pods. <laughs> don't friend. eat the Tide Pods. Uh, this, the picture in this article has a thing for Doritos. Like yeah. they had it for that kind of okay. niche thing. So you'd have them and you'd put them all over your house. You would turn your entire house into a giant button-filled world. And the whole idea was, instead of having to go on to Amazon and put it in your cart and go through the whole checkout process, you'd pre-set it up here with this button, you'd order the button, they'd ship you the button, you'd touch the button, and automatically... Like when you're low on it. Yeah, when you're getting okay. low on it, and it automatically send check you, you out with another oh, thing and send it to you. I mean, can't you now just say, Alexa? Exactly. That is what killed okay. it. And it happened very quickly because they came out with that ability uh, and the Alexa and all that within just a couple years yeah. of coming up with this idea. And so now you have people at their houses that have all these buttons all over their house that do nothing. See, and <laughs> I, I got to tell all. you. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I would, I would have been that person who would have had no idea what your Doritos button was for, and I would have been like, "Does this bring me Doritos?" I no, I would have. This dispense Doritos. You would have had twenty bags of Doritos show up at your door one day, and you'd have, "What happened? What is going on?" Oh, my bad. Right. That and was also probably like, me. Also, like kids. Yes, you know? exactly. I, now I don't know. They, I don't remember exactly. There might have been a, like a connection to an app or something that confirmed this order or something. I would hope so. But the way it was presented I it that wasn't. I remember is you just hit the button and it sends it to you. All right. Twenty <laughs> so, you know what? Actually, later. you know what I think it was. I think it has it it's set up to where it would only respond once. In a given time period, like a two week or a month. Yeah, but what if I'm having a barbecue and I do really want to order five bags of Doritos? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You have exceeded the limit. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I can, again, I think it was a pretty smart idea for the time that it, it came into being, but... Yeah. Yeah, such a better option. To fail. Such a better option coming so quickly after that, though. Yeah. With the just For just sure. talk to talk to your your home speaker. Yeah, just have a robot <laughs> in your house. We, we know exactly how I feel about all that. Don't get me wrong, I do have a, an Alexa, but still. Do you have the Alexa? Or do you have the Google Home? Alexa. Oh, I thought you had Google Home. I don't know why. Okay. Team Amazon. That's who you're going to pick to win the. Uh, the war, I mean, <laughs> the robot wars. Here's the thing: they're gonna go between Facebook, Google, and Amazon. Listen, <laughs> I feel like it, we were forced into picking it. Not <laughs> that I really have an opinion either way, but when we lived overseas, Amazon was really our best oh, option right. for yeah. 
I forgot. That's where it started. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about subscription video services. Okay. Uh, okay. So there are several that have come out that have died. Uh, first up, we have like CBS All Access. You remember that? Yeah. I you remember do. how terrible of a name it's that was? still on <laughs> my Amazon account. CBS All Access is? Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's dead. It's one of well, it's one of those things that like our channel. Oh, the you channel know, thing. When you, you go just to Amazon Prime, it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, essentially, they 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 made the right decision in combining with all of Paramount's. Did uh, they? Because stuff. I got to tell you, I hate Paramount Plus. I hate it. I hate it. I cannot <laughs> get into my account to save my life. I oh. can't. I have not seen that problem. Um. It logs me out. It signs me out every single time. And then it comes up with the become a member or whatever or sign in. And then when I click on sign in, it won't allow me to type in my information to sign in. I can't get in. I'm paying for this stupid subscription of Paramount Plus because it's the only place where I can watch certain shows and I can't even get in it. Wow. Uh, I feel like you have a niche problem. <laughs> I, I feel like you just like using the word niche. I do. It's on my brain this week. Okay. Um, but I, uh, the, the reason I don't like Paramount Plus is because I've, we, we, we bought it for one month so the kids could have access to the Paw Patrol movie. So they want to see the Paw Patrol movie. They were both quarantined. We were all quarantined a little bit. Like, let's just watch it. So we got the Paramount Plus. And so now Deidre and I are in this mode of, okay, well... We have this. We should probably try and watch everything that we want to see on it. Yeah, we gotta. Well, gotta it took a, like a, it took through. like a week, and like there's nothing else I want to watch on this channel. <laughs> watch Big Brother. What? No, no. Big garbage. Brother. Um, no, the, I mean it's got all the Star Trek, which we like, but we already own all the Star Trek, so because we liked it, and there was no place to watch it. Uh, those are the new stuff, but. Nothing's new out right now, so we'll probably get it again maybe in a few few months after all the new Star Trek shows come out for a month and watch them all. But yeah. it's just not it's it, of all the services is not my favorite. I really thought that the Nickelodeon part of it would keep me in, would keep me excited about it because it's got all those old '90s shows that I really like. I, I try to start watching them. Just like no, this isn't as fun as I remember. Exactly, except for. Salute your shorts. Oh, I love salute your it's, shorts. It holds up. Salute it is your shorts still is the great. Best. It's the best. still great. Oh, see, I might have to go. I might have to figure out how to get into my stupid account <laughs> just so I can go watch. See, there's only twenty six like episodes. Rocko's Modern Life. Rocko's Modern Life. Yeah, Rocko's Modern Life. Hey Arnold is good. I've I've seen Rocko's Hey Arnold Modern though Life. so much that I'm, hey! I've got it memorized. Yeah, but uh. No, I hate it. Really? I didn't Rugrats? like I didn't like it all that much when I was a kid, but I would still watch it because it was a cartoon. It was on Nickelodeon, and I had brand loyalty. But <laughs> but no, I, I don't like that. Rugrats is fine. It's that's another one of the shows though. I've seen ad nauseum, so I have oh. almost every episode memorized, and it's yeah. just not all that fun anymore. There was a time where I wanted to uh, dress up for Halloween as Angelica and have you dress up as Tommy. I feel like I remember you telling me that. Before, <laughs> What I like, which if you ever go watch through Rugrats again, never mind. You don't watch Doctor Who, do you? No. That's not one of the shows I convince you to watch. No. Well, one of the artists 
behind Rugrats was a big Doctor Who fan. So they snuck in all kinds of Doctor Who references. Really? Even the reference of him always having a screwdriver in his diaper. Okay. Is a reference to Doctor Who because he has a sonic screwdriver all the time. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize Doctor Who was that, like, had been around for that long. Oh, it's been around for 50 some odd years. Oh, okay. It's older than Star Trek. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, No idea. Anyway, we're talking about failed. (laughs) Paramount's still there. Not Uh, Nickelodeon? Tangent. tangent. Not Doctor Who? Tangent week is what what this is. Uh, So let's talk about some of the ones that really failed. Okay. YouTube Red. Yeah, what is that? Do you remember a time? Do you frequent YouTube? Have you ever frequented YouTube? I mean... I frequent YouTube. There's one person that I watch on YouTube. That's it. Is it me? No. I don't even want to say who it is. <laughs> I shouldn't say there's one person. There are a few people. Like, are they um, all embarrassing? <laughs> no. You know how I've talked about... You're a Jake Paul fan. No. <laughs> Do you know how I've talked about the Bates family? They're the, the other family, the other Baptist family that has 19 kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So all of... I shouldn't say all. Most of their grown kids who are married and have families have their own YouTube shows that they put out different weekly. So I watch them there. So you watch one family. Um, yes, but then I also watch (laughs) one of those people who, um, like bring the news quote unquote. Her name is without a crystal ball. And I really don't like her at all. And it's to the point to where like Canon, if I'm watching, if I'm watching her show in the, in the living room, Canon will come out and is like, seriously, you're watching her again. So she is a hater on the Duggars and the Bates. And so she like will get all of the gossip on them Uh. and then put it out there. And I watch it. Because you hate yourself. For information, <laughs> that's what it basically. sounds like. Because no. you want to torture yourself and get angry about a family that you're not really connected to. <laughs> well, so honestly, it's how I've kept up with most of the Josh Duggar stuff that's yeah, been going yeah, on. Yeah. But she hasn't been focusing on the Bates as much, so I'm okay with that. Because okay. I prefer the Bates over the Duggars. <laughs> but yeah, well, I've just let you into a really sad yeah, part of my life. That's, that's a bit depressing. I know it is. <laughs> I know. I have a problem. I, yeah. I'm not in denial about it. It's real. <laughs> but I don't want to stop. Yeah. I could stop anytime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the answer is no. You don't drink with YouTube. For a long time. <laughs> I mean, I watch it every day, but no, I don't. You don't go onto YouTube searching for new things to watch. No, because I can't ever find anything that I actually like. Yeah. That's, like, what, that's why you search. I will, like, I'll watch wedding toasts. I go on a long <sighs> tangent of where people, like, give wedding toasts, and they're hysterical. They're super funny to watch. Or flash mobs, I'll go on a tangent of watching 
tons and tons of flash mobs. I know. I realize I am not using YouTube to its full potential. This is strange. I realize that. <laughs> These are things I've never heard people going on. Really? Long strands of watching wedding toasts. Yes. And it's, it's not even so like funny. it's not even like wedding fail toast, like where the cake falls on people. It's like you're just just people giving funny toasts. Yeah, but they're hilarious. But they're people you don't know. Aren't they mostly inside jokes? No. I mean, not all of them. <laughs> but wouldn't they be? I'm like, I'm remembering my my family's, like, the wedding I was at. All three toasts, there was full of inside jokes that nobody who didn't know us would get. They're still funny. I'm going to need you to send me the funniest one you've seen recently, just oh, so gosh. I can judge what you're looking at. Because <laughs> okay. I could be wrong. Maybe there's a whole section of YouTube that I need to be watching more. <laughs> hey, I do know this much. There is another LTN radio on YouTube. Yes. It's a NASCAR. And it's NASCAR. That's also the same reason that we couldn't get LTNradio.com for our, our uh, thing, because mm. that same company went ahead and got it. Mm. Who cares about NASCAR, right? Nobody. It's not even a radio station. It's just a podcast. Don't, if you're a podcast, don't put radio in your title because you're not on the radio. Okay, tangent. Sorry. YouTube Red was YouTube's attempt <laughs> to get into their own streaming service and make their own, like, uh, uh, um, exclusive content that you had to pay extra for. Uh, it also gave you some bonus benefits like being able to download videos, being able to watch without commercials, um, stuff of that nature. Okay. But the big draw was we got all these big YouTubers to create these special shows just for this service. And if you want to watch them, you got to pay, I think it was 10 bucks a month, nine bucks a month uh, for this. And so they had like Red and Link. They had uh, the Vsauce guy. All do you know? All these, all these different big, big names that have been around since the beginning of the of the platform make all these special shows with big budgets or bigger budgets anyway than their YouTube channel normally has. Um, movies, they act out things, all this kind of special stuff. However, compared to the basic low budget YouTube stuff, yeah, it was great. Compared to content on any other streaming service, it was still B-movie quality at best. Okay. Probably less. And, uh, yeah, I think it lasted two years before they gave up on it and then just started putting everything that was in the YouTube Red thing on everybody's normal channel for free on YouTube. Hmm. Which is how I got to see Mindfield by Vsauce, and it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> Okay. But I wouldn't have paid ten dollars for it. Okay. Uh, then we had Yahoo Screen, which lasted all of one year. Their big claim was that they were going to be the sixth season for Community, mm -hmm. and they also had another weird low budget space show, and I think a couple others. Not not more than four shows that first season. Like it wasn't it wasn't a Netflix. It was like we have these shows that we're making specifically, and that's and pretty that's much it. it. Yeah. And uh, so when they, I think they were really banking on community to make them a lot of money mm. and the end community cost them a lot of money. Mm. And they're like, you know what? We're not going to do this. And they just <laughs> pulled the plug after that, Okay, which pulled the plug on the uh, movie that community really wanted to do because they thought that they were going to do the sixth season and a movie because that's been their weird cry. Six seasons and a movie for a long time. Okay. Uh, so that was sad. And then the most recent one, I think, is Quibi, 
Do you remember Quibi? Advertisements for Quibi were everywhere. They were trying to coin the phrase Quibi to replace, like, in in a few minutes. They were trying to make it a, a, a segment of time. Okay. That was roughly eight minutes. Like... How, in a Quibi? So they had, yeah, they had like Chance the Rapper making commercials where he's going up into a restaurant. He's like, oh, how long's the wait? It'll be about a Quibi. I'm like, all right. And so the idea was, anywhere you're at, pull out your phone, watch an eight-minute video, you know, eight-minute TV show, an eight-minute clip from a, you know, a movie that's set into eight-minute scenes. Okay. You know, but they were all stuff that was made for specifically this service. And the other claim to fame for it was that everything was made to be viewed both vertically and horizontally on your phone. Okay. So you could turn it and it would show you more widescreen. Like it was made to where it wouldn't mess up any direction that you're watching it. You'd okay. still be able to see the whole thing without it having to letterbox, which is pretty yeah. difficult and interesting. Yeah. It failed largely because it released just as everybody was going into quarantine. Uh, where people now needed long-form things to, yeah. to fill up their day. Oh, Not eight-minute things on their phone. <laughs> and so I feel, I mean, yeah, there, there are other aspects of it that just wasn't as popular as I wanted it to be, but I really think the largest aspect was, yeah, nobody was going waiting in a restaurant for eight minutes anymore. Right. <laughs> everybody yeah. was at home saying, all right, Netflix, I'm just going to push play and you keep it going. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And do not show me that stupid. Are you still watching? Because yes, of course I'm still watching. I haven't gone anywhere in 10 days. Quit judging me, Netflix. <laughs> you made me this way. Right. <laughs> so uh, I think Roku has recently uh, acquired all of the Quibi shows because mm. everything on Quibi was also uh, made by Quibi. Okay. And they were going all in. They had a lot of they had. A lot of B celebrities, Chrissy Teigen, uh, I think Kevin Hart had a thing on there. Like there was, a, there was a bunch of stuff. Kevin Hart did. Oh, it was Kevin Hart and John Travolta. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be really upset with you for calling Chrissy Teigen and Kevin Hart <laughs> B celebrities. They can think what they want. I'm just I saying. The truth. Just um. saying. <laughs> hey, did you see? Hold on, tangent. Did you see that I got hated on on Facebook? You got hated on? Like for stepping on that watermelon? Seriously, that hated poor on. Watermelon? No, not the watermelon. Oh, okay. Did you see where last weekend we were playing the blockbuster game with my children? I did see that. Yeah. And oh, the Jumanji thing. The Jumanji <laughs> thing. Yes. Name a movie with a comedian. Uh-huh. And my kids yelled out Jumanji. And, and you were for so whatever proud reason, for a second. Yeah. For whatever reason, Mila was like, what? It's got Jack Black. <laughs> and my face was instant, seriously. And then Topher goes, yeah. And Kevin Hart. And then my face was double, seriously. And so Chris and I are like, guys. Robin Williams, come on. <laughs> well, I posted about that on my Facebook, and then I had, did you see it? I don't know what, what specific thing you're thinking about, but I did see a lot of people just agreeing with your kids. Well, Didn't no, they? no, nobody really agreed with the kids. Everybody was like, oh, Robin Williams, come oh, on. Okay, everybody, okay, okay. Yeah, everybody understood Maybe until... I was just reading into it. No, until one person was like... Oh, how awful of your kids to know comedians in a movie. How awful of your kids to actually understand movies that they like. Let's roast them in public. And it, I mean, just going off. And I was like, 
seriously right now? Like, one, I've met you twice. Two, you don't know my kids. Three, you obviously don't read any of my other posts where I dote on my children all the time. I do feel like it was clearly a, this is just pointing out the difference in generations kind of thing. Yes. Four, this was definitely not a roast. (laughs) But okay. If anything, you're roasting Jack Black and Kevin Hart. (laughs) Betty. I was just, I, I was so thrown by that comment, but it did lead me to go into my Facebook and delete over a hundred people who I really didn't need on my friends list at all. So look at this. anyway, somebody look at this. <laughs> look at this. It was insane. It was insane. Anyway, total tangent. Yeah. Don't remember how we got there. Tangent week. Don't remember. All right, so let's talk about the last one on my list here, Movie Pass. Oh, the Movie Pass. Do you remember these? Mm-mm. Movie Pass was a... I feel a, like I'm missing out. A pretty ingenious thing. You would pay a certain fee every month, and you get this card, and this card would entitle you to go to the movies for free as often as you'd like. Okay. For the whole month. Okay. But basically, you're probably just getting your ticket to the movie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you get your ticket. The idea is that it would bring people more in. So it's only $10 a month. Dang. That's less than most single film tickets. Dang. And it was, there was, at first, there was no limit on like what kind of movie. It could be new releases, could be whatever. $10 a month would bring you in and you'd see a movie and you could do it multiple times. Initially, I think they thought people aren't going to go see a movie every day. You know, two, three, four times a month, right? They'll still be getting their deal. No. So many people. I bet. (laughs) Would go so many times if they didn't have to pay for the ticket costs. Uh, But really, the problem was... They started with this and tried to get all of the big theaters on board with the idea that they were going to build this brand around MoviePass. So they were going to start with MoviePass knowing that it was going to cost them money in the end because they're paying for all those tickets. Okay. Yeah. And so whatever they're losing, they're not bringing it back in with people joining the service. Right. They're trying to create brand loyalty so they can build on other services that will even them out in the future and keep this one thing going. Okay. The problem came when AMC said, no, we're not going to join. And so they really fought. They fought forever. They fought for a couple of years trying to to force AMC to join in with all the other cinemas to do the thing. And AMC's like, nah, we're going to make our own. We're going to do our own thing. We're going to make our own movie club. What? And they did. And so MoviePass was never able to quite get to that point where they were able to make uh, enough money. And so they did, just like the other things, they started to try and make their own uh, movies. They were trying to make their own uh, content. The The first one that they made was John Travolta's Gotti, which was supposed to be about John Gotti, the, the yeah. mafia boss. Yeah. Do you remember how poorly that was received, how Mm-mm. everybody hated that movie? Mm-mm. It was one of the worst made movies ever, so that didn't help. Cement their brand. (laughs) And so it became to the point where still the only thing that they could get any traction on 
was this movie pass mm. that was just losing them money hand over foot. They were never going to reach the break even section. So they tried to start doing uh, blackouts <laughs> on movies. Like, okay, you can't see the new new movies yet. Right. For like a few weeks, and you can go see them later once the new new releases come out. Then when they're older new releases, you can go see them. They would do rolling blackouts. Uh, on usage periods without okay. like telling anybody about it. Like you Lovely. just go and like, Oh, it's not working today. Uh, they would put restrictions on letting you see a certain movie more than one time with your account. Like you can only see it the once you're going to see it. Uh, they got to the point where they wouldn't let you cancel your subscription or they would make it really difficult to cancel your subscription. Like you got to call a number, you got to get to all these, you know, talk to people, all these now? kind of things, Come right? <laughs> like it was just, they, they tried a, uh, a surge fee process where like, if you're going to go see a new, newer release, you'd have to pay a little bit more that day. Like you pay for half a ticket, something like that. Just, they tried everything to get it, to keep going, to keep working. And, uh, it just wouldn't do it. And so, Let's see. It was a hum, it was a one point two billion dollar uh, need. Like they were in the hole. Wow. One point two billion dollars. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. So yeah, I mean, this article here that I'm reading from is a couple years old, and it says that uh, Movie Pass is, is unlikely to disappear, but that it, that it'll just change into something else. But no, it's gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no one remembers Movie Pass. AMC uh, AMC had the right idea. AMC rolled out AMC Stubbs A List, which is a three movie per week plan for twenty dollars a month. So that's still a if you go to the movies a lot. Yeah. Which nobody really does right now, but before the pandemic, if you went to the movies a lot, that was a good deal. Yeah. That's that's about a free movie. Maybe a movie and a half, depending on where you live and how expensive ticket prices are. Right. But that's about you get a movie for free once a month. That's not bad. Mm -mm. That's a good deal. That's yeah. a good deal. Actually, no, that's more. I'm sorry. Three movie per week for $20 a month. That's a free movie if you only go three times in a month. Dang. That's a great deal. Yeah. Okay. And the idea is that they're going to make that money back on concessions because exactly. they know you're going to come to AMC. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and AMC has pretty good concessions. They really do. Uh, yeah. So movie pass shot for the moon, but, uh, yeah, it just, it, it wanted too much. Yeah. The, the idea was never to make the subscription service the main thing, but it was the only thing that they could get people to to buy into for a long while. So subscription services all around, not always the best thing. Yeah. Not always great ideas. Mm -mm. We shouldn't maybe, you know, poo poo on them for trying to take the initiative and start something new. Like I said, like the Quibi idea, Quibi idea was pretty ingenious. I mean, listen, that's how Netflix got their start. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> but we have talked about the weird and the bad. And uh, next, we're going to talk about the subscription services that have been successful. And discuss if everything being a subscription is a good idea or not. Stick around.
This week in nerd history, bad discernment. Nerd history. Okay, that pun isn't going to play well on audio, but CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research, made a huge discovery and shared it with the world on September 22nd, 2011. A discovery that would turn the scientific community on its head. The laws of physics had been officially broken. Scientists working at the facility have discovered that subatomic neutrino particles may have traveled through the 17-mile-long particle collider at faster than the speed of light. The only thing is, nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. The father of modern physics, Albert Einstein, formulated his special theory of relativity based on the fundamental law that nothing can move faster than the speed of light, that is 299,792,458 meters per second. Why is that such a big deal? Because a discovery like this could open the doors to new, never-dreamed-of tech, including the hypothetical ability to break the time barrier. The neutrino beam in question was clocked at traveling 60 nanoseconds faster than the speed of light, and scientists only put the margin of error at 10 nanoseconds. CERN spokesman James Gillies said at the time, the feeling that most people have is this can't be right, this can't be real. And as it turns out, it wasn't. Discoveries like this are always peer-reviewed and double-checked. Almost as soon as the announcement was made, physicists began trying to poke holes in the opera analysis of these neutrinos. And by next February, researchers from within the opera team announced that they had uncovered possible timing problems with their original measurements that could have led to a 60 nanosecond discrepancy. When re-evaluating the findings, they found many neutrinos traveling at near the speed of light, but no faster. CERN did confirm in June of 2020 that their results were caused by faulty machinery. And while it may seem like a huge blow to the team, CERN research director Sergio Bertolucci was happy that science did what it does. He said, The story captured the public imagination and has given people the opportunity to see the scientific method in action. An unexpected result was put up for scrutiny, thoroughly investigated and resolved, in part thanks to collaboration between normally competing experiments. This is how science moves forward. So... Put your DeLorean back in the shed, Doc. No time travel just yet. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Nerd History. Back for the Backrow Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. There's a lot going on in our Discord, backrowdiscord.com, where you get to chat after the show, share your own show ideas, keep up to date with our Twitch and YouTube, be a part of the radio shows, and also see behind the scenes workings of Backrow Games, including Sunday School Answers. The folks in our Discord already know what expansion packs we're hoping to release every month for the next year. Again, go to backrowdiscord.com to join. This week, we are talking subscription services. Now, we've covered some of the weirder ones out there and ones that just failed spectacularly. Uh, now, we're going to talk about ones that are popular, do things well, and some maybe we'd like to see. And we're also going to discuss if the world going to full-on subscription-based is a good thing or not. But let's start with the obvious. Netflix, I think, is the most well-known service that really took subscription services to a new level. But not even the streaming service. I'm talking about the DVD by mail service. Uh -huh. Yep. Right. That was an ingenious ploy. It really was. It hooked you us. Need, you don't need to go to Blockbuster, guys. No. We will mail it directly to you, and you can keep it as long as you want. Yep. You can keep it as long as you want. And <laughs> you send it back. 
<laughs> we'll send you the next one. Yep. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. Uh, and then, of course, eventually they started switching to a streaming service. And mm-hmm. at first, it was like mostly crappy stuff yeah. <laughs> on the stream. And all the good stuff was still DVD by mail. Right. And they had both of those services. And they, I believe, still offer a DVD by I mail I think service. they do. Yeah. I think. But but now it's like the crappy DVDs <laughs> versus the good stuff on Netflix. See, and here's the <clears> thing. <throat> I hope that they do still offer the good stuff on DVD because, again, just like with Amazon Prime, we got hooked on Netflix when we were overseas. Mm. And when you're overseas, you don't get American television. Yeah. Your internet really isn't that great, and you're paying a buku amount of money for internet yeah. in comparison to what you pay here in the States. And so Netflix, we did the three DVDs. What was it? Three DVDs? I think it was three DVDs a month. Or well, at a time. At a time. At That's a time. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three DVDs at a time. Um, and so we would make it to where we were hooked on a television show. Mm-hmm. We would let the boys pick a DVD, so a cartoon movie of some sort, and then a date night DVD that yeah. Chris and I would do, a movie of some sort. And that is what kept us... Connected to America? Yes. <laughs> Televised, if you will, while we were overseas. Yeah, that makes sense. And so yeah. I hope that they didn't pull it back to where it's only the crappy stuff. Well, I mean, I just don't know. I'm not sure how much longer we're going to be making DVDs for yeah. everything. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Like half the DVDs you see at Walmart now are like gift sets of other D- of like collections and things. Or it's true. Like it's rare that it's a big deal that a DVD. You don't really see big displays of the newest movies DVD yeah. is finally released. You don't really see that anymore. Yeah, it's not a big deal anymore. When the last one I remember is the first Wonder Woman at our Walmart. That's I don't true. remember a display for anything after that. Man, that is sad. <laughs> that is really sad. I mean, it's not even a big deal anymore when it's out in theaters, thanks to the pandemic. Right, I mean, right, 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 right. You know, so. Mm. It'll get back to that, I think. I think Fingers crossed. I think theaters will come back. Fingers crossed. Me, but we'll yeah. see. Uh, <laughs> so, more streaming services. We've got Hulu. We got Disney Plus, we got HBO Max, we got Peacock, we got Paramount Plus, which we talked about a little bit yesterday. Grief. We got Discovery Plus, which I love. This is the, that's it's the one I've been begging for since the beginning of streaming services. Okay. Mainly because it's got Food Network and Travel Channel on it, and I love those channels. But it's got all the other ones. Nerd. It's got the TLC. <laughs> it's got the History. It's got Discovery, of course. You know, it's got a, it's got a butt ton of channels on it. It's crazy. Uh, then we got the dead ones, CBS All Access, we talked about yesterday. WWE Network is now dead, and it's yeah. been folded into Peacock, which is not bad. DC Universe had its own one. Now it's been folded into HBO Max. Uh, CBS All Access was folded into Paramount+. Plus. So they're consolidating a bit, which I think is ultimately a good thing. It is, but for the love of everything, can we not just have, like... Essentially, essentially, essentially. <laughs> that sounded <laughs> filthy. <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, a cable provider for all of these well, no, okay, where so I can see, pay one cost. Okay, well, I get that. But here's the, here's the, here's the deal. I'll pay 50 bucks a month. <laughs> 
Well, that's what you were doing. That's what you were doing with cable. That's what everyone was doing with cable or satellite. Yeah. The problem was, is you would have to pay for all the stuff that you didn't want just to get the few things that you did. With this, ultimately, you can pay for the two services that has most of the stuff you want on it and then keep like one rotating spot. I know. That's what you've said for like three years now. I get it. But you are the only person that I personally know who does that well. I don't know anyone else who <laughs> can actually stick with that and do that. People are st- It was in a conversation, just a random conversation out of nowhere that I had with a friend the other day that was like, you know, we should probably check our bank account. I'm sure we're paying for things that we don't even realize we're paying for. Yeah. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Just like everybody else in America. We are all doing it. Yeah. We'll be talking about pros and cons, and that's definitely one of the big ones. Yeah. (laughs) But let's put it this way. The potential of you actually saving a lot of money and getting everything you want, uh, or at least 90% of what you want, is there if you're... Uh, focused enough to do that plan. Keep the two, do the one. You're paying 30 bucks or less a month and you get most of everything you want all the time with uh, the the big deal, the big, big deal with streaming services Mm -hmm. beyond the fact that, you know, it combines channels and all this is the fact that you can watch pretty much anything on demand at any given time. There's no more having to watch live channels. I mean, Peacock offers live channels. Aside from sports, why? But here's the thing. <laughs> you know why we have to keep our direct TV? Why? One reason and one reason only. Hmm. Football. Yeah. Well, they're trying to get that in there. They're trying to get that in Hulu, and they're trying to get it in Peacock. They've got some of it. Yeah, but the issue is that it's all after the fact. Nothing will be live. I don't think that'll last, though. Really? I really think eventually, it might be the last holdout, but I really think eventually it's all of the major uh, three-letter companies that are holding the grip on all of these sports things are going to relent and make it a all right watch it online kind of i hope so good grief i mean people are already streaming it to their facebook live it's not like (laughs) um so i mean i i I do think it's a good thing that we're not being as um individualized with the the content like like i said we had wwe network we had dc universe we had cbs all access we had YouTube Red, we had Quibi, we have all these things that were all individual things that expected you to pay $10 a month. Now they're folded into bigger things that you're getting that plus, you know, four times as much content from a bunch of other channels Yeah, for that same price, much better. Like Peacock. Yeah. Peacock is the biggest example. You were paying nine ninety nine a month for the WWE Network, which was no small Network. They have every single show that's ever been produced, still making tons of content. But I'm talking like every Nitro, every Raw, every SmackDown. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of those. So, I mean, there was no small library. But now it's been folded into Peacock. Peacock, you can get for seven bucks a month. I was going to say, yeah. It's cheaper. And you still get all that content plus everything on Peacock. Yeah. Everything NBC has ever made. 
which is weird. Uh, <laughs> but ultimately, Not I think it's much better. because Friends isn't on there. That's true. They still the have these weird... Thing. Yeah, they have these weird agreements yeah. with different companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Seinfeld is now moving to Netflix. And that's Netflix's new big thing since they lost The Office and then they lost Friends. Because Friends has moved to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really... It's like hot the potato. The only reason we have HBO Max. Hot potato. Even though we own every single DVD <sighs> of... Hot little potato right now. Friends. That's why. <laughs> why would you... Because... If you own them you all. You want to know why? Let me tell you why. Because we don't have a DVD player uh, in our room. You know what? We don't have a DVD player at all. And we don't have a DVD <laughs> player that would do the... like. When we were first married, we had that home theater system that had, like, the six DVD disc changer. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it would just rotate through. You remember how fancy you felt back then, Yeah, and you had the sound system with all the speakers (laughs) that you... Yep. mm -hmm. Big speakers to get everywhere. Yep. Now uh can be done with a tiny speaker bar. Jeez Louise. You don't even need a DVD I just want to go back to the the six-disc DVD changer (laughs) just for our bedroom so that I can cancel HBO Max so that I can... Put friends on as I'm going to bed, and it will just rotate through those six, six seasons or six discs. Yeah, essentially. Anyway, so an outlier here would be Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime makes its own content, just like the others. Also has a lot of back content. Not always the most well known back content, but some weird gems. Like I will say right now, Corner Gas. If you haven't been watching Corner Gas, it's great. Uh, from Canada. But they also combine their subscription service with, like, it's like the the, the TV thing was a whole separate, just a bonus in and of itself. Their streaming service was a bonus. That's not why you get Prime. You get Prime for the shipping, which sucks right now. Uh, Big time. Pre-pandemic, it was great. Anything you bought, two days, it's there for free. No rush. Do you remember how great that was? I do. I do remember how great it was. It was the reason we signed up, and now I'm like ready to cut the cord and call it quits because it is awful. We had uh, <coughs> music services, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, which are originally were kind of like separated. Like each of them had their own group of music that uh-huh. would be exclusive to them. Yeah. And they've all kind of... They've all kind of mellowed on that. They're all about the same now. Yeah. There's rarely anything. But I think those have been good. I enjoy that, paying a flat fee to be able to listen to whatever I want at any given point. I don't... So for, like, Spotify and Pandora, you only only had to pay to listen without ads. So if you... True, right, yeah. Spotify, you can still listen. Yeah. But you can't always listen with... uh, You can't always listen to exactly what you want. Like, I, I know on Spotify, if you want to listen to a playlist uh, or, like, a straight album, you can't really do that. You can listen to a playlist that it'll pick for you randomly, and it'll also throw in a couple other random artists in well, there. Well, there are some. There are some yeah. that will have the album that you can listen to. I have sure. recently learned that. Um, but, yeah, I just... But it's I, limited. Let's put it that way. I'm keeping the free stuff. I will stick with my <laughs> limited and stick with my ads. But we got we got Amazon Music, and I don't know why we got it exactly. I think it was for the kids. Because the kids could do, it, could do specific things at Probably because you're already paying for Amazon Prime, and it was just easy. Actually, I think it's a little cheaper, too, if you already yeah. have Prime. So that might be why. Um, 
but it's just it's been nice. I can just mostly I do it for like comedy albums. I can listen to comedy albums whenever I want. Yeah. But I like that a lot. That's better than having to buy all the DVDs or what we used to do and go on a Napster. <laughs> Lime, oh, Lime Napster. Wire. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot of very popular subscription boxes out there that are good. Uh, I think actually one of them was very popular, but it still died. And it might have been Birchbox. Oh, yeah. Did it did it go away? I don't know if it went away or not. I feel like I read something that said it went away. But uh, it was a very popular makeup subscription thing. Uh, you get socks. You get nerd stuff from Loot Crate. Yeah. Um plant thing like you know we went through a bunch of specific niche boxes but yeah. uh you know there's there's a box for anything i there. did the the fab fit fun box uh, i do that and it's seasonal so i get one four times a year and nice. i, I want to say it's 40 bucks um between 40 and 50 yeah um but it's just a whole bunch of like just random different things, cosmetics and scarves and earrings, jewelry, just all so, uh, kitchen appliances, like small little kitchen appliances. I yeah. got a frying pan mm. in the last one. Just all sorts of random things that I open it. And Chris is always like, why are we paying for this? And I'm like, because when I open it, you watch my face. <laughs> it's like Christmas. It is. I don't know what's coming. It's a joy that's to how, open this like, thing. And yeah, that's how like Loot Crate was. Loot Crate was a big nerd box. Yeah. And I was getting those for a long time. And they were really good. And then the quality started dipping. I'm still mm. paying the same price. But now I'm getting like a bunch of products that are like advertisements for their right. own products, you know, yeah. like here, try this energy shake. What does that have to do with being a nerd? Yeah. I don't want a protein shake. Uh, and it'd be like a bunch of cards for downloads of things. I'm like, no, I want an actual item. Why am yeah. I getting a card for a download of a game? Yeah. It's not what I'm here for. Uh, and they've rebounded and now they got all these niche things too. niche. That is the word of the it week. Really is. Uh, You're but, uh, saying it a lot. But my favorite uh, box was uh, as a Funko Pop collector for a while. Uh, Funko was doing DC Comics and Marvel Comics uh, and Star Wars specific boxes. And you get all these exclusive pops in there and then a bunch of other cool gadgets and gadgets. It's fun. Gidgets and gadgets. Gidgets and gadgets. Uh, and then you got gaming services, Nintendo Online, Xbox Game Pass, PS Now. Those last two are more about playing games that are coming out now. Nintendo Online, Nintendo Switch Online, is about playing like classic games. You can play all these NES and SNES, and I think they're working on adding Game Boy and Game Boy Color games to that as well. Interesting. But that's always fun, going back and playing classic stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's all subscription stuff. And like you said, one of the biggest problems is that you can start paying for all these things because you know they're all cheap what like five to ten bucks a yeah. month i can afford I can, that exactly <laughs> until you're paying five hundred dollars yeah. a month yeah you've got 18 of them going you're like oh wow okay uh -huh. but yeah that's that's one of the key things is the big con is not realizing how much you're actually paying on subscriptions every month and uh you need to watch that because yeah. <laughs> we get on subscription overload essentially because it's not just the things that we've listed though those are the main things you have computer program subscriptions like adobe or office or dropbox oh. all these things that used to be products that you would buy one time for yes. a very steep price and now you have to pay a small price every month or every six months or every year i hate that i, I really um, there's pros and cons to it i don't like the fact that i have to continually pay for it that i can't just buy it right out and i think some some of them do offer a buy it right out option 
but they goad you into getting the main one because it keeps updating. Yeah. Like, you'll never have to buy the new version in five years because no. it'll mm. just update every time there's a new I one that comes out. I will stick with Google. Thank you. <laughs> uh, password sharing uh, has become a problem with, you know, Netflix and stuff. And mm-hmm. and many of them have said, you know what, it's not that big of a deal because the idea is like, you know, they'll, they'll you know, ride the coattails of their friend or whatever and use their, their password for a while. And eventually they'll come to a point where they're like, yeah, I'm going to get the service. Yeah. But it's... There's there's gonna be a reckoning coming, like eventually they're gonna have to do something about it because it's gonna overtake. Because there are gonna be far too many people that will like never, like nah, I'm not gonna get my own. Yeah, we learned that from the Napster days. <laughs> there will people that there are gonna be people that are gonna do whatever they want. <laughs> True, and they're never gonna pay money for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. Eventually, there's going to be a reckoning. I think that's something to a bit worry about because I think it's going to make things a little bit more difficult and more annoying to use, like having to prove you are who you say you are, like a two-factor authentication every single time you want to log in and watch something. Yeah. Or they'll have to know exactly where you're at. (laughs) No, thank you. All this kind of stuff. Very scary stuff. Uh, Like we said, no longer owning a product. You don't own products anymore. You don't own DVDs. You don't own any of this. None of the stuff that you're paying for is yours. You're you're renting it, essentially. You're leasing it. That is true. (laughs) That includes programs. That includes DVDs. Well, not DVDs, but the stuff that you used to have on DVDs. None of this is you. It's all stuff that you're just paying to rent. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It is making... Uh, a pro here. It is making existing services that were subscription offer stop anytime options, such as gyms. Gyms used to be notorious for subscriptions that would just, we know you're not going to keep coming. So we're going to lock you into a year of this that you still have to pay us $40 every month. Even if you don't show up that entire month, planet fitness. (laughs) No, that's the other one. Planet fitness. No, wait. Yeah. The one we have here. Yeah. No, they, they do a, they do a stop anytime option. That's new. No, 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 no. They've they've done it for at least ten years because that's when we had our first one, and that's the only reason we joined that gym. Nope. We could stop whenever we wanted. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, absolutely. Now there is like a yearly thing that they that you have to pay for every year um, in July. I think is when they do it for everybody. But beyond that, it's just ten dollars a month, and if you want to quit, you can quit. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the other gyms you got to worry about. But anyway, most gyms now are starting to do that, which I like. Uh, the other idea is subscribing to local small businesses outside of your area. Yes. Coffee shops, uh, like, well, like Dr. Squatch is one of the things. That's not a big company. It's a small company. Started, I believe, as a local small company. But they make all their own stuff, and they've banked on advertising online and shipping out everywhere else. Yeah. I just got a Star Wars box of four different Star Wars-inspired soaps, and I opened the Darth Vader soap and used it today. My goodness. It's great. See? It's like my whole FabFitFun <laughs> thing. Right? It makes me happy. Uh, I do like the idea of also using subscriptions to support creators mm-hmm. and ministries. Yeah. So it's... it's um. Donating to uh, donating to ministries, donating to things, that's always you know great. But sometimes you want to be able to continually support somebody and do it in a way that you don't really have to think about all that often. And so a subscription is a great idea. You yeah. can do that on Patreon. Patreon's been doing that for a while. 
where uh, you basically just sign up and they'll take $5 or whatever out of your bank, bank account every month and you'll just continually support this creator. Twitch has been doing this for a long time as well. You can follow anybody and watch pretty much everything or you can subscribe and that'll give them a little bit of money and probably give you a little bit more perks. Uh, there might be some subscription only things that you can do. Uh, I know Love Thy Nerd, whenever they're recording, I think, free play uh, and maybe a couple of the other shows, they only allow subscribers to chat in yeah. the chat. So it's a subscriber only chat. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I think it's I think it's a neat way to give in a small amount because mm -hmm. I think a subscription is five, what, five ninety nine or something like something that. Five like bucks, that, yeah. roughly five bucks a month. And so not only it's small enough that most people could afford to do that for one or two channels. And also small enough that people that, you know, have a little bit more money to burn can gift a bunch of these to people. Right. Uh, we know a few people. Uh, uh, our friend Gabigan comes to mind is the one that I've seen do it the most, who likes to just throw out, all right, here's five gift subs out of nowhere to your channel. Yeah. And here's that's five people that didn't have a subscription that now have one. Uh, just because I'm getting that's 25 bucks you just laid out, boy. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. It's it's essentially a tip. <laughs> it's true. It's very for being, true. But for you know, it's awesome. It's an awesome way to do it. Uh, so as people as people acclimate and start being more discerning with their subscriptions, the only thing I'm worried about is that contracts will eventually surge back. Like eventually, people are going to know what they want. And are going to realize, well, just like you were talking about, we were talking about with the the streaming services. My idea: have two that you really like, keep it on there, and then have one rotating spot where you just pay for a month of this, watch yeah. everything you like on that channel, cancel, pay for a month of the next one, mm -hmm. watch everything you want that month, cancel. Yeah, eventually they're going <clears> to have the a best. six month. Right, or a right. You have to. You have to. Conf you know commit to six months of this so you can't just hop on and hop off. I'm really worried that's going to start coming back into effect. Right now it's not happening because everyone wants you to join their service. But once the services are the only thing, once cable is gone, once, you know, antenna is no not needed any longer. Yeah. Are we just going to fold right back into the old cable ways? Probably. That's what I'm worried about. Same thing with all the other areas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Any other thoughts about subscriptions? So one subscription that we do have that I have absolutely loved and think I'm only going to continue enjoying it more and more um, as the years go on is we have a monthly subscription to the car wash here in town. Yeah, those are good deals uh -huh. if you really like to keep your car clean. Yeah. <laughs> so... Between Chris and I, we both pay $30 a month, or we pay $30 a month for both of our cars. So yeah. essentially $15. Yeah, yeah. And we can go an unlimited amount of times. For and a both. normal car wash is what? Seven, eight bucks to get yeah. the, the fancy yeah. one, which mm -hmm. is what you're paying for essentially with this. Exactly. You're not just buying the basic wash. Yep. Um, they do have, you can choose the different kinds, the sure, different sure, levels. Sure. Um, I think. It was $10, $15, and $20. And so we just went with the $15 for each of our cars. Yeah. $30 a month. Um, and we get our car washed as many times, cars washed as many times as we want in a month. And there have definitely been times where, 
you know, I haven't used it at all, or I've maybe only used it once that month, but then there have also been times where I've used it multiple times, mm-hmm. mo- several times. Like when we have these rainy months that every third day it downpours and our car is filthy again. Yep. Yeah. And specifically with the car wash I'm referring to, the um, vacuums and I guess just the vacuums. Is there something else over there? Anyway, the vacuums are free. You know, with a lot of car washes, you have to pay extra to use their vacuums or whatever. Um, But with this car wash, the vacuums are free. And so there have been several times where I'll go through the car wash, not necessarily needing to get my car washed, but it needed to be vacuumed for one reason or another. And because you already paid. Exactly. Yeah, yep. not bad. So I think as the years progress and, you know, Topher has a car and then within a year or so, Canon's going to end up getting a car. Heck yeah, I will pay so that <laughs> we can all have unlimited car washing and not have to do it ourselves. <laughs> So what are some, uh, do you have any ideas for things that you want to see subscriptions that you want to exist? I have two ideas. Were you able to come up with them? I I will say I gave you this, this goal and I gave it to you before I had thought about it. And it was extremely difficult for me to think of something that didn't already exist in some form or fashion. Yeah. Because there really is a subscription box or subscription service for nearly everything. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think that, first of all, subscription boxes in general, I have been wanting for several years to do this as Christmas gift options for everybody. Mm -hmm. I just think having. That's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. The whole I did year that. Long. I did that for a few people uh, once. Yeah. Uh, when Funko was still doing their like Star Wars one. Yeah. I bought the Star Wars one for a few people. It's like the gift Christmas. that keeps giving, yeah. and you know, especially one that's not monthly. It's maybe bi-monthly or even not even not even getting a subscription for them. Just getting one box as their Christmas gift. Sure. You're still getting them like six things. Yeah. In that box. Yeah. And it's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um. So there are things that I, they're already subscriptions, but I think they could be doing better. I, there's a teacher box that I've seen mm-hmm. where you get a fair amount of supplies or things that you as a teacher or an educator are going to use daily, but the box itself is outrageous. There's no way that an educator can actually afford to get it and keep up with it. You know, sure, it could be gifted from one of their family members or whatever, but I think they could be doing a little bit better in that regard. Yeah, I got you. Um, I also think as far as like those computer subscriptions that you were talking about, Mm -hmm. I think that they should do discounts for certain people so that it's not so outrageous to use them all the time. I still think that there would be a benefit to allowing you to a la carte your things. Like we'll use, we'll use office for a specific use. If all I want is word. Yes. Give me the option to pay two bucks a month to have word. Yeah. Don't make me pay the full 
like $90 a year or whatever it is oh and have all these 1,000 programs that I'm never going to use. But I'm actually just moving to my trash Right. My trash what the can. heck is Microsoft OneNote? I don't yeah. want it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want it. I have no need for it at all. I'm tired of seeing it. I don't need Publisher anymore because yeah. I have Canva. I don't need Excel because why would you need Excel anymore yeah. unless you're an accountant? I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I an a la carte. A la carte services would be good. Yeah. Same thing. And that could go with some of these streaming services well, as well. The ones that have multiple channels on them. Yeah. Like Paramount Plus or like Discovery Plus. Like Discovery, like I said, there's there's like 15 channels on Discovery Plus. I only really want Food Network <laughs> and the Travel Channel. So yeah. if I could just pay, you know, and even half. To do that. If I could even just do half the subscription price and just get those two. I'd pay it. Yeah. Because that's all I want to watch. Yeah. But, I mean, this is still closer to that than cable was. You're at least you're at least being able to a la carte the kind of brand of channels you want. Yeah. So, it's a little bit better. But the two that I've come up with is, number one, and we kind of talked about it already, a real dedicated sports streaming channel. Yeah. ESPN Plus is garbage. It is. Unless you really like golf and rugby and something else, you know, spelling bees. I don't know. Weird, yeah. weird things. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch basketball, football, hockey, baseball, baseball, any of the, you know, sports that people actually care about, ESPN plus ain't going to do you any good. Exactly. Unless they're old classic games that they're playing old games from years past. Yeah. We need a dedicated streaming services even even if it is per uh, 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 league, like an NFL streaming service. Mm -hmm. People will buy that for 10 bucks a month for sure. They absolutely will. They will there will be some people that would buy every single one of those leagues for 10 bucks a month. Each. And this could be another one of those a la carte options. You have your main channel you have ESPN, you know, mm -hmm. your main streaming, and then, yeah, I want NFL for the $10 a month. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, I want NFL and MLB for, what, $17.50 a month. Right. There's, you know what I mean? Or you could even set it to where you're only following specific teams. Yeah. A la carte. Because that's what it used to be anyway. Like in the area that you were living in. Yeah. When we were, when we were growing up, we would only see the... the Ones that were kind of local to us. Right. Growing up, I only saw Dallas Cowboy games. That's all that was. <laughs> that's all that we had. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what we were closest to. I mean, if there are some people that only want to see games that involve their team, uh huh, and they would do that, and they'd pay for it. Mm -hmm. They'd pay a good amount for it to where they wouldn't have to like miss it out, miss out on them completely, or keep cable just to watch them. Yeah. I mean, to get the Sunday ticket, my husband for the past 10 years has spent $100 a ugh, year ugh. on the Sunday ticket. Yeah. Their direct TV. And that's just football. That's just football. And that's an addition to your normal. But that is also because we have a team that is not local. And so that's the only way that we can actually watch. Yeah. Their games. Yeah. You can watch your local stuff, but I mean, there's people that just want to cut the cord completely and just go digital. Yeah. And that's got to be the way all these things are going. Yep. Uh, and what was my other one? I had one, but I went all in on the sports thing and I'm not Sorry. even a sports guy. Mm -hmm. I just know it'd be a big deal. 
It would be. Ah, farts. I should have written it down. It was a good idea, too. Sorry. Oh, okay. I remember one. And this might exist in some areas okay. that I'm unaware of, but uh-huh. I know it's not It's not nationwide because we don't nationwide have Nationwide is on your side. I want a subscription service from local grocery stores where you can set up the things that you will get every single month? week or month or whatever that okay. you go to the store. To where you can just set it one time or set a, a you know, have a, a, a subscription cart, I guess, as it were, that you know, I'm, I'm going to get this pack of soda and this thing every single time I go. Yeah. So I'm just going to put this here and you just deliver it to me on the first or, the, or every Monday or whatever else, you know, things that cut down my trips to the store because my trips to the store are full of the same things every other week. I could, if I could just go to get the couple specific things that aren't going to be on that list and be done shopping in 15 minutes, I would love it. I would pay extra <laughs> for the ability to subscribe to my main staple groceries. Yeah. Hmm? I mean, I know that through Amazon Prime you can do that. You can do that, but you still have to kind of go through, you have to do it for every single item. Like, you can't set a cart of several things that you get every week. You have to like, I'm going to go to this and set a subscription for, for this soap and I'm going to get it every three months. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying I want something that I can just drag and drop in and out. This is what I need this week sent in without all the fuss of having to do every single, every single thing, every single week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Like we're close to that now. We just need to go all the way there. We need mm-hmm. to get it all the way there. And I bet we're going to get that one. I bet we are. I'd also just really like the, the Amazon idea store. You remember we were talking about that Amazon convenience store last year? Mm-hmm. That yeah. had no cashiers. Yeah. Just recognized you based on your your signed-in account on your phone when you walked in. Well, there was an Amazon store that opened. Did you know that? No, we were talking... Yeah, that was the Amazon... We were talking about the Amazon... Uh, department store. I'm talking about the Amazon convenience store from last year that they were testing in New York. So you would walk in, it would register who you were. You'd pick up your food, you pick up your little items, you put it in your little bag and you just walk right back out and they would just charge you through your app on your phone without ever having to interact with anybody. Yeah. I want more of those. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like an introvert's dream. Because I mean, Walmart has their QR code system, but even that is clumsy and you're still having to talk to everybody and it's just... Ugh, it never works the way you want it to. I haven't even seen the QR code system. But. Yeah, you like, you get everything you want. You scan it with your phone, but you still have to go to like a register or whatever and click it with your phone, click the That's QR dumb. code, and then it checks you out. Okay. <coughs> so it's touchless. So I guess that's good, but you know. But that's going to do it. taking it home and touching it, so whatever. (laughs) That's going to do it for our week of focus on subscription services. We're going to take one last break, and when we get back, we're going to bring it full circle with a Twitter poll about subscribing to tacos. And we'll share some things that we love. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai. And this is Faith and Fandom 180 on 
LTN Radio. So one of my favorite things about the MCU is the fact that everything ties together so beautifully and brilliantly. Like, way better than any other pop culture medium has done in a very, very long time. Um, the fact that stuff that was dropped in 2008 can still fit beautifully with stuff that's dropped in 2021 just shows how good they are at crafting a story. Like, I uh, just watched Shang-Chi in theaters, and there was stuff in there from Iron Man. There was stuff, a lot of stuff from Iron Man 3. There was stuff from Hulk. There was stuff from other movies that you needed a good base knowledge of the other stuff to actually be able to get the full experience. And, you know, some people just, they, they jump in at weird spots. We have a 13-year-old neighbor that's friends with my daughter, and she started the MCU with WandaVision. Like, that was her first exposure to the MCU. And my daughter had a cow and flipped out. She's like, no, you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do all these other things. And I'm like, calm down. <laughs> Be patient. Watch them with her. And so my daughter made sure she watched all of the stuff with her friend. Uh, when I was in theaters watching Endgame, there was somebody sitting beside me that had never seen any MCU stuff. Like, Endgame was their first marvel thing and i'm like i get that you can jump into these stories and only you know focus on the newer parts but the reality is when you have a good knowledge and understanding of the whole base and foundation it makes everything else better and that's one of the things i see in scripture is that we're a new testament society like, we're all about Jesus, we're all about the Gospels, the Epistles, and for some weird reason, a lot of people are really, really, really about Revelation. And we just act like the Old Testament doesn't really matter as much anymore. But honestly, everything in the New Testament beautifully reflects all the work that God did to lay down that foundation in the Old Testament and through all the years that came. Isaiah 55 11 says, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. God gave us all of the Old Testament as well as the New Testament so we could understand it all better. So enjoy all of it. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. And we wanted to know, Taco Bell is offering a taco subscription, giving you a taco a day for $10 a month. A $25.70 savings if used daily. You in? So we gave you four options. That's too many tacos. <laughs> That's not enough tacos. Yeah. I hate tacos. <laughs> and why? Those are your four options. Number one option, Mo, what was it? I want to say why. Exactly. Yeah. 46%, almost half of the people yeah. who responded said, why is this a thing? But I think the second, because I feel like we both had the same reaction. Why? Yeah. But then the second that we actually thought about it and did the math and considered mm -hmm. some different options, it's like, oh, it's not okay, bad. yeah. Not bad. Uh, the second most given response was, that's too many tacos. Yeah. 
I'm like, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. You don't have to go every day. Exactly. To get the benefit. Exactly. Uh, next was 22.2% uh, said, that's not enough tacos. Yeah. People, if I'm going to Taco Bell, I need more than that. Uh, and only 4.8% are monsters. No. And they said, I hate tacos. Yeah, well. <laughs> Who hates a taco? Tacos is one of the best foods. I'm not a taco fan. Oh, get out of here. I know. It's get crazy. Get out of here. How it's always not? one of those, you know, oh. options. One has to go, and it's like taco, pizza, sushi, and something. And I taco always. Get that taco out of here. Yeah, always. I can do without a taco. Yeah. I can fold my pizza in half and have a pizza taco. That's my taco. You make me so sad. I'm sorry. Make me so, so sad. Sorry. <laughs> Now, before we go, we want to share some things that we love. So, my thing this week is Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, for those of you who haven't been exposed to this yet, it is a animated series uh, based on some characters that are not the bridge crew, you know, which is what we normally follow in Star Trek shows. They're the the underlings, the the people that sleep in like the the bunks with you know. 18 other people in the same room, you know, kind of thing. Uh, it's it's funny. It's irreverent. It makes a lot of, you know, wink, wink, Star Trek humor. The first season was rough to me simply because they kind of went gory with it. They took advantage of the fact that there was a cartoon and they just had a lot of gross blood and guts and junk. The second season so far, which I think is only six episodes, Hasn't really been much of that, which has made me happy, and that was really the only thing that was like making me not want to watch it all the way, all the time. Uh, so, second season, I'm enjoying a lot. There's just it's it's if you're a Star Trek fan, it's it's a love letter to that. It's it's, it's pointing out all the goofy stuff, like where do they go to the bathroom? <laughs> what are some of the weird things that people use the uh, the holodeck for? You know, how did this character come back from the dead when they were clearly dead? How do we not know this? How come you don't tell all the underlings how they came back from the dead? How can we just see them walking on the ship again after we had a funeral? <laughs> all these kind of funny stuff. So okay. I enjoy it. I hope you will too. Uh, so my thing is Jane.com. Mm -hmm. It is um, an online website with several different boutique stores um so basically like an outlet an online outlet of boutique stores those stores change jane jane j-a-n-e um they change daily the stores change daily some will stay for a week or five days huh. some change every single day huh. um uh-huh i love it I absolutely love it. You can get everything from cosmetics to um, home decor to clothes to jewelry, um, kids' items, toys, like novelty things. It's just and it's small. It's small businesses. It's yes. all curating small businesses. Yes, all that's of it. brilliant. Uh huh. So I actually told Chris a couple years ago he was having a difficult time finding Christmas gifts for me, and I was like, just go to Jane.com. You'll find several different stores that you can go to. Well, he never, he, I think that he went online and kind of became overwhelmed by yeah. it and never actually looked. But I sat down with him 
several months ago and we looked through the different stores and he was like, oh, this is actually really nice. Anyway. So apparently the, each each store and deal lasts for three days on the website. Yeah. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting. That's a good one. Yeah. Thanks. That's one of your top recommendations, I say. Thanks. I love it. Wow. I really do. And I ha- it has an app. So yeah. I'll just hop online on my, or I'll hop on my phone and just go through the different deals for the day as I'm like mindlessly scrolling. Yeah. I've actually lessened my time on Facebook and Instagram by mindlessly <laughs> scrolling through Jane. Um, and I've made a deal with myself that I will put things in the cart, but I won't check out immediately. Mm. And so if I forget about them, then they're gone. No big deal. I obviously didn't want them. Oh, oh, that's brilliant because they'll go away yeah. within at least three days, if yeah, not sooner. Exactly. So if they were really important, you would have gone back later that day and got, exactly. that's brilliant. Yeah. You're a smart person sometimes. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. No, that's yeah. great. No, but that's I've got really this good. really cool, um, bop it or bop it, hop it, bop it. Pop it game. It. You know Smack how it. the kids are playing with the pop it things, the fidget pop it. Oh yeah, I just bought some okay. for my kids and so, one for myself too. Uh yeah, I love them. I got a tiny pineapple I... that I just. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, also, you can squeeze it. Yeah. And it will pop that way. <laughs> um, anyway, so there's a game that a came with spinner. that came with two die. And so it's essentially, it's a two person game. You roll your die and then you pop it. However, many numbers your die lands on and you see who can get to the center first. Ah. Okay. My kids in the library love it for fun day (laughs) Friday. I have two of them. And so it's like a, all right, let's see which table is going to get awarded the pop it dice game. (laughs) So anyway, little fun novelty things like that, that you're, not really gonna see or pick up anywhere else and you're like oh yeah okay i like anyway, that yeah i like that a lot thanks well let's end with our verse for the day our verse for the day is first timothy six twelve. fight the good fight of the faith take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses and that's going to do it for the back row morning show for this week We hope you enjoyed our discussion, and we look forward to having you join us again next week. Remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, ltnonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our three full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching The Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Do it, and we'll love you forever. Make sure you check out lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy other podcasts and videos and a lot more and if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with love thy nerd even specifically with ltn radio please visit lovethynerd.com partner and you can choose ltn radio from the drop down menu love thy nerd is a 501 C3 nonprofit <laughs> organization, and your gift is tax deductible. And make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on the book, the twit, the gram, and the talk. Just search for at the back row LTN and connect with us. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd.